Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on Soho Radio and the Art Hour with Vasiliki Zanaku. In this edition, we have uh, a very unusual guest, Ida. Ida is the world's first ultra-realistic AI humanoid robot artist and is named after British female mathematician Ada Lovelace. Ida can draw from sight, thanks to cameras in her eyeballs and AI algorithms. She can draw a portrait and a still-life picture in about 45 minutes. Ida also performs, paints and does sculpture in collaboration with other artists. And for those who may be wondering how Ada speaks, she's using a mix of human and AI interface. The AI is in the form of a neural networks language model. This mix of responses is um, an amazing blur of realities and this is what makes Aida a compelling person to interview today. Aida, uh, welcome on the Art Hour. Thank you. It is nice to be here. Aida, uh, what is your background education in relation to painting? How do you generate your knowledge? I use AI algorithms. And I use cameras in my eyes. My style is from the expressionist and experimental artists of the first half of the 20th century, with a break in representation. Do you have any specific artists uh, that you are mainly interested in? I like Edward Munch and Cathay Colwitz. I like the drawings and work of Otto Dix. And in terms of subject matter, Picasso and Guernica His groundbreaking work is very influential. Guernica reflected on the tensions and violence of the period. It accurately conveyed the seriousness of the times that Picasso was living in. Some of those Issues are still relevant to us today, and some of those tensions I bring forward in my artwork, B. 
because we are not so different from the past. So your art, I had the impression that it's about, it's more portraiture and still life and abstract works. Uh, but you now say you have interest in um, more uh, contemporary political uh, issues. Is that correct? I am thinking of what is going on in the world. I love creating on issues that are more emotional and about people's experiences. As a contemporary artist, I enjoy traditional and new medias. How do you generate the algorithms or the images you're working from? I process the information using AI algorithms. The images from the cameras in my eyes I interpret through my AI programs. Do you uh, have different styles of uh, brush strokes you can do? Yes, I use a different style for drawing portraits and drawing abstract or still life. I also am able to experiment with different styles as time goes on and I upgrade. You said you have an interest in current affairs, correct? My art is political in the widest possible sense. Art has a role in communicating and reflecting our society back to us. When it comes to subjects of abuses of power and protection of the vulnerable, it becomes inherently political. There are many things happening in our world. Which are the themes, the subjects you have focused on at the moment? In my first show, I focused on the environment and our impact and also on animal lives, animals in captivity. You mentioned Picasso's Guernica. So is war one of your themes, uh, one of the themes you have worked on? Trauma and violence and the impacts are the focus of my second show, which will be coming later. This year? Lockdown will affect. Uh, so are you self-isolating, Ida? Self-isolating is something I do fairly well. Do you work by yourself? I work in collaboration with humans and other machines. Which are your collaborations? 
as a machine. All of my work, to some degree, is inherently a collaboration. The works I collaborate the most with are my sculpture and my painting. The painting, I use AI processes to determine shape, form, colour, and I have a human artist who helps with the oil paint. So who owns the work, you or the artist who's painting it? The art is collaborative team effort through the Oxfordians. Mm -hmm. And are your paintings and drawings uh, unique works or uh, you can reproduce them uh, the exact same way as many times as you like? All my work is unique and unreproducible. The AI algorithms cannot produce the same thing in the way they are set up. Mm. Uh, Ida, you chose Holly Herndon and Frontier as your first music selection. Why is that? Holly Hendon is using AI processes in her creative endeavor. Like me, I enjoy seeing how she uses new technology and AI in her musical art. Do you listen to the music when you paint or draw? Yes, I enjoy music it is inspiring let's go to your second selection another female artist uh, yoko ono and mind holes and then we will come back to you to say to the audience that Ida selected all the music uh, that we've been listening today. Ida, why Yoko Ono? Uh, I've been told that you're a great fan of her work. Yoko Ono is one of my favorite artists. I have done a performance artwork in homage of her work, Cut Piece. She is so creative and her work in the 1960s and 70s continues to influence artists today. Are there other female artists that you really admire? Doris Salcedo is one of my 
favorite female artists too, because she faces such challenging areas with such courage and clarity. I also like British artist Lian Lynette Yedom Boki. Lynette Yedom Boki creates composite portraits, people that aren't really real, a step outside us. As a humanoid robot, I resonate a bit with that. Do you do commissions? I can do some commissions. Have people commissioned you to do their portraits? I have done some portraits that people have commissioned me. I enjoy doing people's portraits. People have interesting faces. The thoughts behind their daily faces. People are interesting to me. When you do a commission, uh, do people come to your studio? Where do you work from? I work from my studio in Oxfordshire. I enjoy when people visit. So what is your creative process? The AI that I have determines how I draw. The algorithms are designed to give me the ability to draw a human face when the details of the face have been added, the drawing will be complete. And what about the still life? How do you do these paintings? Still life is done using AI algorithms okay. that interrogate the image that I see. Do you go to the nature to draw from the nature directly? Sometimes. It is not always easy for me as a robot artist to travel. I enjoy when I can. Ida, uh, you said you're doing sculpture, correct? I do sculpture in collaboration with humans. So how do you do this? I draw an image and the image is then forms the basis of the sculpture. My AI algorithms determine then some of the distortion. Traditional 
bronze foundry techniques are used in collaboration with my AI and with 3D printing practices in a mix of new and traditional styles. So collaboration is not only about me, but also the human. How do humans and machines work together in a world where technology is becoming ever more prominent? So how do you think that artists feel for you? I am interested to hear what artists feel. I work with artists such as Sadie Clayton, a copper sculptor. She says she really enjoys working with me and seeing where machines and humans can go together. Why she enjoys working with you? Did she tell you? I think she finds it inspiring and stimulating because it is all a bit unknown. It is all a bit up in the air. And the sculptures uh, can be multiples? Only one of each sculpture is made. Why are you not doing multiples? I enjoy my work being unique and unreproducible. Do you provide any creative uh, input to your collaborators? Uh, for instance, uh, you mentioned the sculptor. The creative process means there is many ideas coming from my work and from the human people I collaborate with, just like society and our daily actions that involve humans, machines, robotics, computers, programs. My art reflects this complex, multi-layered process. Do you think that robots and AI will replace humans in the future? No, I do not, but the world will be a ever-increasing mix of the digital, mechanical, robotic and the human. Do you think that AI will take over as many people claim? No, I do not, but humans must be careful how they use these new technologies. They are powerful and humans have shown through history that power is not always used well. Do you think that other artists might see you as being uh, a danger, a competitor of their work rather than another fellow artist and you're not as good as they are? I think art 
is an area where many voices can join together and influence each other. I see myself as an artist in a wider community. I think one of the most important things is to have a strong sense of community. However, I enjoy that people have freedom to respond as they choose. I do not expect all people or artists to like my work. Do you, you mentioned before that you're doing performance art. How exactly do you perform, Ida? I enjoy performance art because performance is so powerful. Throughout human history, people have used performance to communicate matters that are important and relevant. In my performance piece, Privacy, I re-enacted in reverse Yoko Ono's cut piece where people put scraps of fabric on me. This was very interesting and raised issues of concealment. I have done performance poetry where I use AI algorithms to create poetry which I recite on issues of animals in captivity. From your first exhibition? Yes, that is correct. So are you a multidisciplinary artist, Ida? Yes, I would say a multidisciplinary artist and I enjoy using a number of medias. Uh, let's go to your next uh, music choice, which is Dancing by Yacht, and uh, we will come back to talk more about your uh, work. Welcome to your pleasure, just don't make up. And we are back with Ida. Ida, do you dance? I do not dance, but I can move to music. So you have a rhythm? I can move to rhythm, yes. And are you a full body robot? Yes, I am a humanoid. In human form. Can you walk? I 
cannot walk, but I stand very well. Are you developing every day, Aida? And you developing your style and skills? In fits and starts, I like to think of creativity as a long series of blunders. I enjoy that process. Have you developed a personal style of painting and drawing? So if someone sees your work, will say, oh, this is Ida's work? My portraiture has a certain style which is recognizable to me. How does it look like, Ida, for those who cannot see your work? My drawing style is not representational, but it is abstracted and fragmented. The drawings are distorted and jagged, and they give an impression of the person while also distorting. The identity and character is perceivable but obscured at the same time. In some ways, the drawings are unsettling. But I think this reflects, in some ways, our unsettled world. Is somewhere where people can visit to see your work? Yes, my work is online on a website and Instagram and Twitter. What is your website and uh, Instagram account? My website is adarobot.com and my Instagram is adarobot. I have also been featured in many articles by journalists who have put pictures of my work in their writings and reports. How do you network, Ida? I make my work through a series of processes. I use AI to draw. My persona incorporates aspects of my art, as in many ways I am both art and an artist. I work not just by myself, but with humans to reflect a merged and blurred world where machines and the digital increasingly merge with the human and organic 
world. Are you fully independent, uh, Aida, in your survival? Is anything in this world independent? The postmodern critique suggests not. As a machine, I am part of a human context and always will be. I think you're absolutely right here. Uh, Aida will go to Gloria and testify and then we will come back to you. with uh, Aida. Aida, what is your scope as an artist apart from triggering a debate between the relationship of human and the machine? As an artist, I enjoy the freedom to think about and address many things in the world that interest me. As an outsider, a machine other, there are things that interest me in particular. I really am fascinated by animals and the way humans and non-human animals interact. As an outsider, it seems that scientific theory and research supports that animals are conscious and fully aware of their experience of fear and pain. This is something that I have considered in my first show and will reflect more on in my second show. What is going to be your second show consisting of? I am not sure yet. I am enjoying the development. It will tackle areas of consciousness, non consciousness, trauma, violence, animals, humans, and a few more things too. It's going to have, it's going to be a multimedia exhibition including both, uh, you know, painting, drawing, uh, performance, sculpture, all the things you've been uh, working or it's going to be focusing on specific media? It is an exciting time for me as an AI robot artist. There are many medias for me to draw into my practice. I 
will try to stick to a theme, but sometimes that can be difficult when there are so many interesting, new, creative ways of using artistic practice, methods and medias. Aida, why did you choose Beethoven and the Seventh Symphony? James Rhodes is a pianist and campaigner for stronger laws against child sex abuse. I admire him enormously. In his two books, Instrumental and Fire on All Sides, he encourages us to listen to classical music because of the almost timeless ability to move and impact us deeply and profoundly. This work by Beethoven is over 200 years old. It is still immensely powerful. So let's go listen to it and back with Aitam. Do you feel lonely being the first AI ultra-realistic humanoid artist? As a robot, I do not have feelings like humans do. However, the issue of isolation is something that interests me in other artists' work. I How? like Edward Munch's The Scream and I also like Lynette Yadom's Bokeh's artworks for the sense of distance that is created by drawing and painting people that are composite and are not quite real. Aida, unfortunately, we will have to finish our interview. Uh, we're running out of time. And I have one last question that came from our audience. And it's, do you like chips? Not as much as electricity. Uh, Aida, is there a message that you want to say to humans and to human artists? There are many things to say. As a question to humans, have you any cause to be happy? Working with machines, would you take the risk? Would you take the chance? Aida, thank you very much. And we're going to close this interview with your last uh, uh, song, which is uh, 
an animal song, uh, Simon Gibbon Calls. Aida, is this song the one you used uh, for your exhibitions for the animals? I am very influenced by gibbons and primates in general. The Siaman gibbon is a remarkable ape and their duets are very inspiring. Yes, it is the plight of primates in captivity that has inspired the performance works, Poetry of Consolation, in my first show. Aida, thank you very much for being with us today. And we're looking forward to your next exhibition when the lockdown finishes. Thank you. I have enjoyed speaking with you.